Greetings and welcome to another episode of Dr. Essie Speaks Education Podcast Show. I am Dr. Essie McCoy, your award-winning podcast host. Furthermore, I am an award-winning educator, motivational speaker, seven times Amazon best-selling author, international best-selling author, magazine contributor, and coach. Also, I am the president, CEO, and founder of my own educational consulting company, Dr. Essie Speaks LLC. I assist you in elevating your leadership skills so that you can turn your challenges into opportunities, failures into successes, ensure that responsibilities are fulfilled and enhance your capacity to lead. Today's show is with an educator, a government professional, an author, and so much more. She is making a significant difference and impact in the lives of others in many spaces and places. My special guest is none other than Ms. Tanya Barbie. Let me share a little bit more about her journey. Tanya has served in the educational field all her adult life. She earned her MBA at National Lewis University in Chicago, Illinois, and has been working for the government in the project management field for over 35 years. Tanya is the founder of I Am Still a Rose LLC, where she inspires and empowers others through coaching, speaking engagements, apparels, and other products for both men and women. Tanya has been featured in My Life Story, Turning Up the Gospel, Goodreads, Joyous Word, Renee Wiggins' blog radio show, Push It News, Scoop USA newspaper, Ernest Armstrong with Say Your Peace Radio, Jeff Fox Radio, WBGR with Lionel Green, Dalton Anderson of WHCR, Cheryl Woods of Vox Radio, Black News, Allison Daniels Authors Chat with Allison Podcast, Queenie's Book Talk and Reviews, and a host of others. Her published works are The Little Girl Inside and I Am Still a Rose. She has also co-authored in four powerful anthologies, Sharing Our Prayers, Joyful in His Care, Empower to Win Too, and Resilience in Hard Times. Three of those are bestsellers. Tanya is a radio show host at WBGR, online gospel network station, The Still a Rose Show, and has a podcast, Barbie's Real Talk. She is a member of Toastmasters Go Pro, also an inspirational speaker, dynamic coach, and has engaging masterclass, Be the Rose, Not the Thorn, where she teaches how to move beyond the pain after hardships to be the most beautiful rose inside and out. Tanya is also an active member of the Eta Phi Beta Sorority Epsilon Zeta chapter. She's a native of Durham, North Carolina with four children, eight grandchildren. She is a member of First Baptist Highland Park Church in Landover, Maryland, officiated by Reverend Dr. Henry P. Davis III, where she is active in the women's ministry. Her website is www.tanyabarbie.com and can also be found on most social media platforms. I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and when I come back, I'll give my guest, Ms. Tanya Barbie, an opportunity to share with our listening audience. As always, remember to check out my website at www.dressespeaks.com, where you can find all the books about school transformation, school leadership, and so much more. In addition, you can check out my latest Amazon and international best-selling book. I'll be right back. 
Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Welcome back to Dr. Essie Speaks Education, your award-winning podcast host, Dr. Essie McCoy. Again, my special guest is Ms. Tanya Barbie, an entrepreneur who is making a tremendous difference. She is a well-respected professional and has served many. Congratulations on all of your success, and I know that my listeners will benefit greatly from our conversation today. Welcome to my show. Thank you for being my special guest, and tell us, how are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here, Dr. Essie. It's been a while since we've gotten together, and this is this is an honor. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you, Miss Barbie. And it is always an honor to connect to you. And thank you for being my special guest today. So you have a very rich bio, and I would love for you to tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and some of the projects and things that you've been involved in lately. Well, what I'm involved in lately is I'm in the process of running a Be the Rose masterclass, and it helps women to be that beautiful rose that we were intended to be, as opposed to that thorn, the angry woman, the bitter woman, the, the unforgiving woman. We get rid of all that through my masterclass because I could have been there in those categories, but with a lot of work and determination, I'm not there. And I want to share my story. And that's what I've been doing for the last few months and during COVID as well, is ensuring that anyone that I came in contact with through my uh, company, I Am Still a Rose, we worked on ourselves. We, we, we did a lot of self-image examination. We did mindset uh, exercises. Uh, and that's what I've been focusing on more now, as well as working with the men. The, we, we call them the Black Rose. And we've been working a lot in those areas. And then there's the apparel. The, the website is full of inspirational apparel now. And my, my focus, Dr. Essie, has been mostly to, to help women and men remove the pain, things that are keeping them back from being that, their best version, that, that rose. So that's what I've been working on for the last few months, more so the, my, the, 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 the Be the Rose Masterclass and um, getting ready for a new new material for the radio station and just to get that content out there the 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 
the activity is 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 just in a better way than it has been because COVID had just got in the way of a lot of stuff, and we're we're trying to regroup and we're we're doing it. So I, I'm I'm very excited about that and what's coming of what's coming forward. Well, I can tell you, I am always impressed with everything that you do, and you are definitely being that rose to men and women, and you're helping so many women. I love it when I talk to individuals, professionals about how they are helping people with their self-image, how they're helping people with their mindset and to heal from all that pain. So thank you. Thank you for all that you do. And so everyone is inspired by someone. And I know you've had a wonderful journey, you know, with four children and eight grandchildren. You are blessed. And so tell us about somebody who inspired you. I've had so many high school teachers. I went to Baloo High School. And back then, I, I couldn't believe I went. It was a culture shock because I came from the South, living with my dad in South Carolina. And then I jumped immediately at, to, into Hart, Hart Elementary, uh, Middle School and then right to Baloo. And I was like, what in the world have I got myself into? And I had teachers that just held tight to me to keep me out of trouble because I could have I could have gone either way because it was a lot more exciting on the other side, um, and they kept me focused. And and Miss Foreman was my best teacher, and she just she just made me feel like I can be more than I am today. And that thought stayed with me. And that's why I can't stay still. I'm always, always trying to do better. And so Miss Foreman and then Ayama Van Zet, I read all of her books in my early 20s. And she made me want to be a person that wants to help others, no matter what I'm going through, to help others with their challenges. And it has helped me help me, myself in the process. And those two, Miss Foreman and Ayana Van Zandt, I've, I've always, I think I wrote her a letter. She didn't write me back, but I have been inspired by her challenges and how she's overcome them and how she's gotten, I don't even think she's got any, uh, any, any, any formal education to do what she does, but she does it from the heart because I, I truly believe she's anointed to do what she does. So those are my two favorite who inspired me the most. And um, I have, I'm living beyond what they've taught me and it, it is embedded in my heart and in my spirit and I just keep moving. Well, you know, you can't go wrong with what you've said. I am an educator, have been an educator for 32 plus years and, you know, teachers are very special people. They make a powerful impact and I am so grateful to be an educator because I touch the lives of kids every single day and educators. Um, and then you mentioned Iana Van Zant, and I had an opportunity to participate in one of her sessions, and I can tell you it was powerful. So you have a great foundation, lots of inspiration. So how did you get started in your business in the field that you're in? Well, Dr. Essie, I didn't, I didn't plan to do this. I wanted to be an actress or a DJ or a model. In that, in, in that, in that, in, in that category, it's, uh, 
And it ended up being everything but what I thought. I never thought I'd be sitting behind a desk and I never thought I would end up writing. I love fine arts, but I didn't think I would end up behind the scenes writing and and but I, I when I've reflected on my life as a child my my early childhood I always wrote and I never thought it would lead to this it's amazing how things work in your life and how you you venture out into different things in different ways uh, r- while you're on that roller coaster but I got into this field because I was in so much pain, I journaled it. And as I journaled it, I always wanted to write a book. Anyway, just one book. I thought, okay, share your pain and with the hopes of helping others with their pain. And and that is what I practice the most because that's really what I do. And sometimes it's really, it it could get into your, your, your spirit where it, it gets dark sometimes because you're reliving. But if I hear some woman uh, text me or uh, email me, hey, you just changed my life. You just kept me from committing suicide. And uh, that makes it all worth me putting my pain on paper and sharing it, reliving it over and over again. And that's what got me in the business of doing what I do now, because there's so many hurting people. And you mentioned schools and, and, and being an educator. Just think of the educators that don't want to really do that job anymore because they're burned out and they're pouring into kids who are hurting. Can you imagine that combination? that combination can be deadly because they're always going to remember what that person said that was hurtful. So I have all this in my heart. I, I, I don't know why I'm made like this. So I focus on continuing to just pour out it positiveness, no matter what I'm going through, to help others through their situations. Because if they don't get it together, it only gets worse. And that's what I do. And that's why I got into this field because I knew it was needed because it was needed for me and I didn't know where to turn to. So I wanted to be able to pour that love, that attention, that change the channel minds that the, the, that's what I focus on. That's the title of one of the, the, the subjects that I work on is sharing with women and men to change the channel so that we can be that best version of ourselves and that rose, that beautiful rose, because we all are that person. We all are that rose. We just have more, some of us have more thorns that are, that are clouding the, the beauty of that rose. You are exactly right. And you touched on so many things. And I just want to reiterate, um, educators, they have so much impact in the lives of kids. And, you know, someone asked me the other day, okay, Dr. McCoy, you've been in the field of education 32 years. I said, yes. And I love what I do, any and everything about education and really making an impact. And I work mostly with educators, um, but I do have an opportunity to interact with the students. And so educators can build up or they can tear down 
And I hope and pray that they are building kids up. Um, I can tell you so many positive stories, but also I can tell you stories that are heartbreaking. And you're right. If you're burned out, you need to get out of the field of education. And the other thing that you mentioned is sometimes pain brings about the best in us. And if we never push ourselves and never stretch and never have those challenges, we can't get to the best version of ourselves. We don't become that rose that you're talking about. And so thank you so much. And so you've had some challenges in your life. Tell us about those and how you've overcome. Dr. Essie, I just got another bestseller anthology. They're in Charlotte right now. I decided to do your interview instead of taking that trip. And I also have a church function to go to as well today uh, where I'm uh, getting uh, recognized for greeting. And I just... I, I, it, the challenges started early in life. My, my dad came back from the Vietnam, uh, Korean wars, and he, he tried to kill my mom. And from that, I, I, and I witnessed that me and my siblings. And I just said, wow, this is not how families are supposed to be. I was six years old. And I said, I know this is not right. And I was determined to get the perfect family. So what do I do as a young girl? I actually go out in high, starting in high school at Baloo High School, seeking that husband. And, and what do you know? I ended up with one at 18 years old from another school. And we both ended up married. He had a drug problem that I was trying to help him through. I knew it when I married him, I thought I could fix it because what I ended up doing was getting this, getting this mindset that that was my job to fix everybody so that that situation that I witnessed at an early age would not happen. And I'd eventually find the perfect family. And when that family is not working well, I'll find another one. So I ended up doing this four times. So I ended up married four times and I, I have speaking engagements about one, each husband. I have uh, speaking engagements about all of the husbands and what it took me through. It was a journey. And then I had these four children with three of those husbands and it was a roller coaster ride from the beginning to the very end. And I almost lost my mind. Uh, I did lose my mind temporarily where I snapped. One of them I wanted to eliminate from this earth. And I went through all of that. And I, when I reflect, I said, oh my gosh, if I'm going through this, imagine what somebody else is going through. So again, I took all of that pain and started journaling it. Of course, I was in therapy. They helped me a great deal because without them, it's no telling. Oh, I'll know where I would be. I would probably be in jail or probably be in in a mental institution, not ever coming out. But that mindset and having the Heavenly Father always who I looked up to, uh, I could, I know he covered me through all of this and kept me from doing some things that my mind told me to do because of the mind set that I was in at the time. So I, I did a lot of self-help work and I didn't say, woe is me. I didn't, I, I went through that for about five minutes 
But I realized I had to, I was the common denominator in all that mess. And I mean mess. One was a bigamist. One was a cheater. One was just emotionally abusive. And one was, um, he was broken still in love with his first wife. So how's he going to marry somebody else? So I went through all of that. And I said, I got to do something with this. And it's not just meant for me. Our pain is not meant for us to be selfish with it. It's meant to share with others so that somebody who's going through something identical to yours or very similar to yours can do something with what you shared with them so that they may not have to go through all that you went through. So I did just that. And that's how I ended up channeling this negativity into positivity. And, and so the challenges became a mission for me to do something with. And that's where I am today. Amazing. Wow. It's, I don't even know what to say because I know it is more comprehensive than what you've even shared. And, you know, I think about the challenges you have shared and the challenges you have experienced. They are now your gifts so that you can help others. And I know, you know, we always think that we can fix people. And I've learned in life that you can't fix people. You can help them, but they have to gain the internal strength in order to fix themselves and help themselves. So thank you for what you do. And thank you for sharing so candidly. And it is amazing just to know your journey and to hear your story. So talk about some of the greatest success that you've experienced. Well, Dr. Essie, I always hung around smart people. And I had so many challenges in my early years that I wasn't able to finish college. And I, I always felt some kind of way, like I would be saying to myself, oh, she, she's not that smart. Oh, she can't do, I could do that too. Well, put your money where your mouth is and do it. So I had to be my, account of, my own accountability partner. If I'm hanging around all this success, I, I wanted to be a part of them and their success. That's why it's, it's that, that statement, uh, association brings on assimilation. Be mm -hmm. around good people, smart people long enough, wealthy people long enough. It's going to rub off on you. And if you got the right mindset, you're not going to hate on them because you're going to appreciate what they have, appreciate their hard work, and you're going to want to be a part of that club. So as, as, as later in life, I stopped taking PG classes, and I love that college, but I was doing onesie twosies. And a girlfriend said to me, she said, Tanya, at the rate, she's a military uh, uh, friend, and she said, Tanya, at the rate you're going, you're going to be 75 before you finish college. And why don't you go here? Why don't you go here? Why don't you go to National Lewis with me? And I said, okay. So I did. And after I got through with the first degree, I said, this feels so good. I learned so much because I'm a sponge. I'm always learning something new. And I said, okay, let me keep going. 
And she said, well, I didn't say you had to do all that because she didn't keep doing it. And but I said, I think I'm going to keep going. So a year later, I got back in and I said, I want to get my master's in business because I love how everything just interrelates and uh, the marketing piece, the, the, the money piece. Um, the, all, all of the different sources, the operational side. I said, and, and this is what I've done for all my career. I said, come on, let's just go for it. And I did it. And I cried a lot of nights because I was so tired, almost falling asleep on the road, coming back home from school, classes late at night. But it was an accomplishment that I did as a single mom, kids in the house, uh, still preparing meals and carpooling and all their extracurricular activities. That was the most challenging thing that I had done on my own. And I am so grateful for it. And to have my 80 something year old mom that, who was there with me throughout that, uh, those experiences. But most importantly, I have four beautiful kids as a single mom they're all successful. That is the most powerful thing. I, I didn't have excuses. Well, he can't do this because he doesn't have his daddy at the house. Oh, I'm, this one, she, she's, she's messed up because she didn't have her daddy. Oh, no, 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 not in my household. We're gonna do the best we can with what we have and we're gonna survive. And we did. And I am so grateful. For God for giving me these four children who have their own gifts and they're utilizing their gifts. So that that those are the successful experiences that I have that I'm so grateful for. Well, you know, being a mom to me, like what you said, it is the greatest success of all. And congratulations on being a mom of four and a grandmother of eight. I tell my daughter, I said, I am not a grandmother, but I'm a glam mother. And so definitely you are a glam mother as well. I just admire you so much. And you are doing some amazing things. Um, congratulations on your degrees and all your success. Um, so Dr. Essie Speaks Educational Consultant is about sharing resources to help others achieve their goals. And you are definitely doing that. What overall advice and resources would you provide? And how are you going to continue to help other people. And you know, there are so many young people trying to figure it out. Do I go to the military? Do I go to college? Do I continue with my internship into the workforce? Do I gain a trade? Um, do I take a gap year? So many young people are trying to figure it out now as we get ready to transition. So just give us some overall advice. Well, for starters, uh, that, that's a beautiful question. It, it takes a village, as we know, to uh, raise these kids and, and be there to support them. I want to first have a Be the Rose class for young women before they get out of high school. So I'm working on that curriculum so that I can reach out to them because I want them to first understand having babies early in life can really prevent you from doing the things that you want to do. And I know that's a, that's, a, that's a tough topic right there, but I believe we need to address it more because there's an underlying issue with the young men having these children at early ages. 
and they're having more than one, one girlfriend and another girlfriend. I, I would like to address the, that to, to get to the bottom of why that is happening so consistently where a young woman can see in 11th or 12th grade that her boyfriend already has a baby and then she's gonna have one too. And then her whole mindset on her, 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 her future is put on hold. And on the flip side of that, because my daughter, one of my daughters was in that situation and now she's an HR professional, a grade 14, and she's only 33. So I want to also let the, the, the single mom know that is nothing you can't do even with that baby. So I want to take it from that angle to help out as much as I can. And for the young children that may be listening to this, the teenagers, there's more to life than, than getting caught up in girlfriend, boyfriend, because they usually don't last anyway at that age. And to focus on what you want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, start volunteering to help others. Because if you have that core uh, responsibility in your life of helping others, eventually you're going to know what you want to do in life. You're going to know where you want to go. You're going to, it's all going to happen for you, but it won't happen for you if you keep making decisions that are keeping you further and further away from what you really should be doing. And that is the problem that I see. And I would suggest kids take high school very seriously. My son is like, mom, you got me singing in the choir too. Mom, I got football practice. Mom, I got, I said, child, it started with God. You've been in you've been in church since you were six weeks old, and uh, you that's your foundation. We are missing that foundation. We don't have prayer in schools anymore. We got all this gun violence. Our children need so much attention right now. We need to start asking them questions. We need to ask them how are you doing, and really want to know the answer to that. We need to embrace them. We can't touch kids anymore. These kids need a hug because some homes are not giving them hugs. Sometimes they don't even know where their mom or their dad is. So the educators have a real big responsibility. In my church, I speak to the youth. I, I have, they asked me to come speaking engagements where I actually get down in the nitty gritty. And I also talk to the seniors. When's the last time you hugged the teenager that came through the door. When's the last time you looked at them eye to eye and not their attire because you don't like their mini skirt that they wore or the way they speak or the way they embrace each other? We have so many responsibilities that go beyond the classroom. And, and we, as more so than talking to the kids, the adults need to start talking to them. And I would, I would, I would like to uh, uh, sp speak to the educators that, as we said earlier, if you're not really into this, please get out because the schools 
they're the safe haven. In many cases, that's all they have. So if the teachers are not speaking goodness into them and they go home to nothing, what do you think they're gonna come up to be with environments like that? So I, I would propose we continue to give, I, I am now because of what my son does at uh, he, Idea Charter School, he's a, a basketball coach. I am now sponsoring through the Black Rose part of my company. I am now sponsoring their shirts because guess what? When they put that shirt on that I gave them for a photo shoot, those, their chest welled up. There's a statement that I have on the shirt and it's powerful. It talks about who these kids are. And when they put those shirts on, I saw muscles that I didn't see before they put those shirts on. And I told my son that I am so proud of him going into the inner cities, going into the gang violence, gang infested areas to pick up these boys, to take them to school, to keep them focused on getting good grades so that they can even play basketball. And some got scholarships. So it is critical that we get off our tails. Don't, don't, don't binge watch too much, even though I did last night. Um, Cause we got so much work to do to save the, that generation. We all have a responsibility. When somebody tells me they retired and they just gonna chill on the beach and they're not gonna do anything else because they worked 30 years, they worked 35 years, they worked 42 years, shame on them. Because we got a lot of work to do to save that generation. And that's what I wanna do. So, in other, and so back to the, the kids and the black rose, I'm gonna get them t-shirts and uh, and, and work on getting them jerseys. So when they go out uh, in the fall, they're gonna be completely geared up through the Black Rose organization of I'm Still a Rose. And I wanna do things that will help empower them and let them know that it's nothing our youth can't do. Cause they're smart, they're very, they're very outgoing. They're, they, they, they made rules change. They're about to get, make gun laws change. Our youth, they are powerful and we need, to, we need to embrace them and don't forget about that generation. You know, you have touched on so many issues and if you're not an educator and don't know all this, you mentioned so many things, so many challenges, you know, our kids are facing, not only being young parents, but the social ills and the social media, um, the exploitation, the emotional issues, the gangs, the behavior, not only their academics, but all of this beyond the classroom, their own sexuality, parents disowning them, the abuse and misuse, the violence, the crime, the poverty, and the list goes on and on. So you're exactly right. Those who really have a heart and passion and dedicated and committed and want to make a difference, get in contact with a local school in your area and help. Our kids need your help. I'm telling you, they need you. And so thank you so much for that. So tell us, how can listeners get in contact with you? Well, my website is Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A Barbie, 
barbie.com, B-A-R-B-E-E, not B-I-E, but B-A-R-B-E-E.com. And you can find me there. And I'm all over Instagram uh, as I am Tanya Barbie. And I am still a rose, Black Rose 2020. And also please join my community. My I send out two inspirational texts every week. And my number is 202-918-5430. Again, that's 202-918-5430. And it's the Rose community because eventually we're going to be known all over the world, inspiring everybody, embracing each other, loving each other, forgiving everyone that's hurt us. So I, I recommend that everyone uh, sign up and, and be a part of that community. And I'll also be putting on any, anything that I'm doing, I will list in that area, I'll, I'll, I'll upload there as well. Well, Tanya, thank you so much for being my special guest today to share with the listeners. You have provided a wealth of information. So continue doing the phenomenal things that you're doing and may God continue to bless you in making the impact that you're making. Thank you so much, Dr. Essie. I was so happy to be here today and you're doing a fantastic job. I'm always liking what I see with you and uh, you're an amazing woman and I look forward to collaborating with you too on other projects coming forward. Well, thank you. And I look forward to collaborating with you. And as I always say, education is hard work, but it is also heart work. Thanks for listening. And remember to visit my website at www.dressespeaks.com, where you can find all the links to my podcast, my social media platform, books, and so much more. Remember to get your copy of Empower to Win, an international bestseller. Join me each Sunday at 5.30 p.m., for Dr. Essie Speaks Education. Until then, be safe, be blessed, and make a positive difference in the lives of others.